Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. Have you ever thought about being a guest on a podcast? Did you know that being a guest is a great way to increase your visibility? I've put together a free step-by-step guide to get you and your business featured on your favorite podcast. Just go to polinapriar.com slash DIY slash podcast pitch, or find the link in the show notes to start pitching yourself to podcasts. Now on to the show. Creating authentic connections is really a great skill to have. I feel like I see it all the time where people actually struggle with this, even though it sounds kind of obvious. It sounds kind of like maybe not even something that you think of as a skill or not even something that you think of as something that is worth practicing or building or growing or even thinking about, but it really is. And I think it's really important in life and in business. And it's also really important when it comes to promoting your business and trying to do PR. So it's something that I think about all the time when it comes to PR and building those relationships with writers or editors, people that you might need to interact with in some way in order to do PR. So I want to talk about it today and it's kind of, I want to kind of think about it in both ways. I think, um, I'm going to mostly touch on how to, well, I'm going to mostly touch on how to use it in life (laughs) because I think if you can, if you can create authentic connections in general, then you also can for PR. There might be a few instances where I'll like specify how, you know, how something will carry over to media connections, media relationships. Um, But honestly, the more I thought about this, the more I thought it's just really important in general. So I want to, I want to keep it a little bit more broad because I think, again, it is something that's really important for people to just be conscious of and try to build a little bit more as a skill. Um, I see a lot of times when people almost kind of waste connections or waste opportunities by not building an authentic connection or by not just by not connecting well with someone, um, or by going into a situation where they are, you know, trying to connect and build a relationship, but they're just not super authentic with it. So yeah, I think it's really helpful kind of in all of those instances. So in PR, what this would mean is, you know, once you've built an authentic connection, it means that people will reach out to you for articles. They'll reply when you reach out to them. It will help you know, it'll just help you be more successful in your PR efforts because you'll actually have a relationship with these people. And in life, like honestly, just if you create authentic connections with people, you'll always have a network. You'll always have people who will be there to help you along the way, whether it's in life or in business. And it's just, I mean, I think we all get further when we have a network of people who who actually care about and, and who care about you and know that um, you're real and that they really know you. So here are some things to keep in mind when you're trying to create a new connection. And again, I know it can be a little awkward and it can be a little scary even. And as I said, like I've seen people so many times, like when I've hosted events or gone to events and I see people who I know want to make connections with different people there and just still don't like, you know, kind of sit to the sidelines or don't strike up a conversation with 
the people that, you know, they want to. And, and I know it's, it's because it's hard, but I also know that like almost everybody wants it. And I think that's one of the things to keep in mind when you're kind of first going into this, most people want to, you know, most people want to build a relationship. Most people want to form connections. They want to get to know people, especially with my example of like, if somebody's going to an event, I mean, you don't go to an event to sit somewhere by yourself. You go to an event to meet people and to build relationships with people, form connections with people. So I think that's a really important place to start. And I know it doesn't always feel like it. Sometimes you're like, oh, that person already knows everybody or, oh, that person seems to, you know, already have all the right connections. They definitely like, there's nothing they could gain from, you know, talking to me. And sure, you know, you will come across some people who do seem like they already know everybody or they really don't need it. And, you know, that's fine. Um, Or, you know, you might also come across someone who you do try to connect with and they really don't seem receptive. And again, that's fine. That will happen sometimes. But for the most part, most people do like to make connections. So keep that in mind and, you know, start there because that can make it easier to kind of get started with doing all of these other things. So start there. And then the main thing to keep in mind when you're getting, when you're kind of like going into this again is to first and foremost, go into it with what you can give, not what you can get. So I don't, you know, I know I'm kind of prefacing this as make these connections, get to know people because then you'll always have people for, you know, have people for whatever it is, like whether it's to help you out some somehow or, or help you get an article written, but really what you need to go into it is what you can give, not what you can get. So, you know, and again, that doesn't negate the fact that maybe you are really going into this for, you know, somewhat selfish reasons, but you know, selfish reasons doesn't mean you actually have to be selfish about it. You can be building connections because you want to have connections but you still go into it with what you can offer because that's how you can form these connections. So go into it with what you can give, not what you can get. Think about what you can actually offer people. And and honestly, that's, that's just life, right? But people do forget that anytime you're meeting somebody just in life, whether it's business related or not, I think you should go into it with what you can offer them. You should try to be helpful, try to you know, be offering them something not that you have to be giving them something, but I just mean offering them something as a person, like offering support, being there for them, helping in any way you can, if they do need help. Um, but yeah. And when you go into it for, for PR, even more important, you always are pitching somebody when it comes to PR, you're always pitching somebody with what you can help them with. You never want to go into it as with what you want, what you need from them. You go into it with what you can offer them. So it's really important here too. And, you know, maybe this is something you just know, you know, you might be somebody who, you know, what, what kind of thing you offer people, you know, what you bring to the table, or you might be somebody who needs to think about this a little bit. And again, that's not a bad thing. Sometimes it's maybe, it may not be something you've really like contemplated a lot in many ways, or it just might be for this specific situation. Maybe you want to think about what it is exactly that that you can give that will be, you know, depending on what kind of connection you're trying to build right now, maybe it's new or you just haven't really thought about what would be the most useful thing for the person that you want to connect with. So think about that, have a sense of what it is that you're offering and start from there and make sure that they know that. And then the next thing to keep in mind is that you might want to do some research going into this. And I know that can feel a little weird, (laughs) 
essentially, you know, we all do it, right? You got to kind of cyber stalk someone before you get to know them, before you, before you meet them in real life. You want to feel like you get to know them. You want to feel like you know them a little bit. Google them, look up their social media, you know, just like you would anytime you're going to meet somebody, especially if they're a writer, look up recent articles they've written, or, you know, if it's a business type of connection, look up recent articles they may have been in to get a good sense of who they are. And it will help you talk to them in a way that resonates with them. You know, you don't have to let on that you really know that much about them. If you feel like you did a lot of research, um, you know, just, I mean, but you know, if it's most people honestly appreciate that actually, you know, especially if it's a writer, they actually really love to hear that you've read their stuff, that you've looked up their recent articles. And if it is like, you know, another business owner and you've seen that they've been in recent articles, you know, they're going to love to hear that you saw that. They're not going to think it's weird if you say, oh my gosh, I saw that recent article of you in, you know, such and such. And I really loved what you said about this or that. Like, that's not weird. So don't feel like they're going to think that you stalked them too much. It'll help you bring up good conversation starters. You know, you'll have a sense of what to say, a sense of what to talk about, and just be able to talk with them in a way that resonates with them. You know, you know, again, if it's, if it's a writer, you know, what type of things they like to write about, what type of things they like to talk about. If you follow them on social media or, or look them up on social media, you get a sense of just how they talk. You know, are they really casual? You can tell, you know, are they 23 and they're super casual and share everything with the world? Are they 65 and, you know, might be a little bit more professional and reserved. Those are the types of things you want to know if you're going to be reaching out to somebody for the first time, especially if it is all, you know, virtual or you're just going to be kind of emailing somebody for this connection. You know, I know not, not, we're not talking about only connections that are in real life at an event where you can see where you'll be seeing somebody and talking to them face to face. So you have to get as good of a sense as you can of, of who they are and what they're like. So going into it with that research can really help. It can make sure that you're not going to you know, send that first bit of outreach and have it totally, you know, fall flat because you maybe are approaching them really, really professionally. And, and really they'd rather you just send it to you sentence, you know, really casual email and they're going to be more likely to respond to that. Or maybe you'll see, oh, you know what? They definitely are really super active on Twitter and I could just send a really quick DM or, you know, tweet at them about something. And that would be a great way to, to form that first connection. So those are the types of things you can figure out. Then from there, I mean, find actual common ground and take the next steps based on that. So this can, again, it's kind of maybe got a sense of what this would be from your research, but there's always something that you can connect with someone on. And I know that sounds almost like you might not believe me, (laughs) but I really think it's true. I think there's almost always something that you have in common with anybody else. So try to find it. It might take a while. It may be hard. You might not be able to find it, but I still bet it's there. Figure out one thing that connects you and talk more about that thing. Find the thing that connects you guys that you both have in common and try to build up a conversation from there because it's, I mean, it's just obvious that if you can talk about something that you both have in common, first of all, it's easier to talk about. You can, you can have a conversation about it. Whereas if there's something that only one of you knows about or cares about, obviously that's not going to be much of a conversation. And also it's going to be, it's going to be a lot more memorable to them if there is that connection. So try to find it, use your research, use conversation when you first, you know, when you first start talking with them but try to find it as quickly as you can because that's what's going to that's what's going to really make make you guys click. So that's another important kind of tool to use. And then, 
you know, this is another kind of obvious one, but be friendly, be friendly and be specific in what you're working on and what you want. Be as specific as you can in what you like, what you need. Um, If you do want something from the relationship, like be honest with that. Again, not that you have to go right up front um, with like, you know, this is what I want, but depending on how the conversation goes, depending on how the relationship builds, like don't never get to the point. You know what I mean? Um, And if you're friendly about it and you just act real and you know, don't necessarily, I think some, sometimes it's so much about mindset. Like you can go into something like this with this mindset of, oh, this is such a big deal. This is a really important connection for me. This is, you know, a really big thing I need from someone else. Like there's so much more, you know, there's so much, um, the gatekeeper of this thing that I need. And then it like almost gets really hard and scary to try to like take that next step to get to it, whether it's, asking right out for something or, or saying what, what you're doing or, you know, explaining your project or whatever it is. Don't feel like that. I think as much as you can try to keep it, keep the mindset of, okay, this is just another person. (laughs) This is a person I have met and we have connected. We have hit it off. We have things in common. We have this relationship now and, you know, just being friendly. We're friendly. We're friendly with each other. And now I can, you know, be really open and honest about what it is that I'm working on and what I need and where I can use help and where I can give help and think about it more like that. And I think that can be really helpful, but yeah, I I can't stand it when people are too, whatever, too scared or unsure or unconfident to, to be specific in what they're working on or what they, again, whatever it is, whether it's something you need or want or like, or have vagueness, like kills vagueness, vagueness kills. Is that a word? I feel like that's a new um, phrase I just invented. I cannot stand people being vague and most people do not like vagueness. Being vague is honestly, it's annoying. It's like obnoxious because if you don't know what you're really asking for, what you're really trying to do, then figure that out first and foremost. Don't start telling people about it or talking to people about it if you don't even have it totally nailed down in like a really concise way. And if you're being vague on purpose because you, for whatever reason, or, you know, maybe not on purpose, but like, you know, maybe it's kind of unconscious, but it's because you kind of aren't confident enough to be really specific about what you're doing or what you need, then Again, figure that out first, figure that stuff out all out first. So that by the time you're building connections with people, by the time you're trying to build relationships, whether it's to further, you know, your business or for PR, like to, to eventually pitch a project or a piece, make sure that you are, can be really clear about it. Cause people don't want to have an ongoing conversation like back and forth and back and forth where they don't exactly know what it is that you're trying to do, especially, you know, I mean, especially if you're pitching something you need to have all the, all the details out front and as concise as possible. It has to be short. It has to show exactly what you want and need and exactly what the next steps will be. That's huge. What are the next steps? Be able to lay that out so that somebody will not have to get back to you again to ask what the next steps are, to ask how they can help. Like, oh, this, you know, say you get up the nerve or whatever to tell them this, you know, this is something I could really use help with tell them exactly what the next steps are. Don't make them reply and say, oh yeah, like I'd be happy to help you with that. What can I do? You know, be as specific as you can. And, and honestly, I think this is in, in anything. So 
I mean, I know I just kind of used an example of pitching, but literally if this is a friendship relationship, I feel the same way. You know, if you can use help for something or if you want to help with something, if you want to, you know, don't say, oh, let me know how I can help. Or, you know, if somebody's going through a tough time, it's like, I mean, I guess in that case, I kind of see like, you know, let me, how, how can I help? Like you want to ask, but also I think it's so much more powerful to say, I'd love to stop by and bring you some groceries or whatever, you know, whatever in that instance you think might be helpful. Somebody just had a baby. Like you don't say, oh, let me know how I can help. You say, oh, can I bring you some groceries? Can I pick up diapers on my way by your house? Or should I drop off a homemade meal? You know, maybe there's choices because you don't know exactly what's the most useful. Offer some choices so that they just have to reply and say which one or just say, yes, that sounds great. Or even if they say yes, any of that would be amazing. And then you pick, but be as specific as you can in everything. Don't be, you know, whatever it is, too shy or vague or, or unsure yourself. Okay. I feel like I just kind of went into that a little bit too far, but I I have strong feelings about that. I really hate vagueness. From a PR standpoint, be as clear as you can in terms of this is what I can offer you. And then, yeah, if you need something in return, I mean, in some cases that would make sense, you know, but really it's, this is what I would offer you. This is what I think the piece could look like. And of course, if, you know, if you have other ideas, I'm happy to talk, but specific, specific, specific. And then lastly, I mean, the last thing that I think is really important is to mention something of interest and then that will kind of stick in their mind because, and this is kind of, so maybe this is kind of going backwards. This is like when you first kind of met someone or when you're first building that relationship. Whereas what I just talked about in terms of being specific or vague is maybe once you've gotten to know them a little, well, no, that's not even true. I think you should be specific from the very beginning. When you first meet someone, tell them exactly who you are, exactly what you do, exactly what you're working on. Even from the very beginning, that doesn't have to be even when you're um, asking for something or whatever. You know, I'm imagining you meet somebody at a, at a networking event and this is all happening in the first conversation. This is the first day you're meeting someone. So you want to be very specific with what you're working on what you might potentially want to ask for help with in the future. You know, if they ask what you're working on, you say, you know, I'm doing this, like, you know, I'm looking for funding right now, or (laughs) I'm just in the startup stage and I'm really working on hiring my team. Definitely let me know if you know of anybody, you know, with great skills in this or that, you know, sector or even industry, you know, go right for that stuff. But yeah, so then for for mentioning something of interest, you know, whether it's related or not to what your main conversation has been about something that will stick with them based on, again, maybe based on your research beforehand or based on the conversation that you're having. And it's, it'll, it's a reason to follow up afterwards. So maybe mention something interesting you had seen in another article recently or or something going on around the city in a month or two from now, or a book that you either recently read or, you know, seems related to their industry or what they're working on. And again, that's where the research can come in. You can really go into this situation already knowing of a book that you know you could recommend because you know, you know, something based on your research of them, you know, their industry, you know, a project they've been working on. And then you can easily research a book before you ever even get there that you can say, oh, you know, I didn't, you you don't have to, you're not going to lie and say you read the book. You can say, oh, I recently heard about this book that seems really related to that you might be interested in something like that. And then, then after this day or this conversation, you have a reason to follow up with them. You have a reason to shoot them a super quick email, 
check in on social media, whatever, you know, whatever your relationship with them is at this point and just say, Oh, Hey, I just wanted to shoot over the name of that book that I mentioned so that, you know, in case you want to look it up, let me know if you end up reading it, you know, that, and that's all it can be. And that's just a way to follow up, put your name back in front of them, continue that conversation or get that conversation going. Especially if, you know, if the first time you met them was in person or on a different platform. And now, you know, maybe you had this kind of conversation started on social media and now you want to email. So you're, you're moving, you're, you're switching platforms by following up with this other little detail. And also just, again, keeping, keeping yourself in mind, being a resource. And that's all, that's all going to help you in building this relationship. And that, again, it just makes it more of an authentic connection because you didn't just reach out one time when you needed something. You're actually trying to build a relationship. You're being friendly. You're being helpful. You're offering something, um, you know, as little as that might be, you know, with my book suggestion, you know, it's not like you have to be offering something huge. It's just a way to continue building that relationship. And again, it's the same thing as if it was like a new friendship you're trying to build. You would do the exact same thing. Oh, here's a book that I recently read that I thought you might be interested in. And you shoot it over. And that's just, again, another way to continue the conversation and potentially, you know, start a new one and go from there. So, okay. I feel like those, those things are also related, obviously, because we're, they're all part of building a connection, but they're all really important. I think if you do one of them, you know, you might be good. If you do all of them, you're going to be a lot better off. So the beginning, let me just kind of run through what they were again. So the first one is to go into it with what you can give, not what you can get. So have a sense of that. And again, this is something that you might just automatically always know kind of like the type of thing you can offer, or maybe you need to think about it a little bit. Maybe you literally write out a a list of some things that you can offer different connections in different capacities, just so you kind of have that on the top of your head. The next one is to research, research before you meet the person or before you, you know, end up in a situation where you're going to contact them or connect with them or come come in contact with them in any way. Again, it, it might not be in person, but whatever it is research them to have a sense of who they are, what they're like, and then find actual common ground, find a connection of something you have in common with each other, and then be friendly and specific. Do not be vague. And then mention something of interest and follow up afterwards. And these are all things, again, that I think you can use from a PR standpoint. These are all things that we use to build relationships with writers or editors or, you know, whatever, producers, anybody who's a gatekeeper for media. These are also all things that I think are really important personally. I think they're really important for any business owner, for business networking, and honestly, just personally for, you know, making a friend. whatever, you know, anything, any personal relationship as well. So I think they're just really important. It's just a really important skill to have. And these are some of the ways that you can just make it easier. And, you know, maybe not that you can't create an authentic connection without these things, but I think as mindful as you can be about going into it and, and it kind of makes it more efficient. I think it'll make it more efficient. You'll have an authentic, you'll have a feel like you have a real connection with somebody faster. You'll build this relationship faster than if you left it all up to chance and, you know, maybe had a quick conversation here and there, but didn't have, you know, any of these reasons to follow up. Or if you didn't have any of these deeper things that you can find in common or, you know, the different, all these different things I've touched on that just help you feel like you've connected with somebody more than if you just have a really surface level, small talk conversation. So I hope you'll think about this. 
I'm really curious if you think something like this is interesting or important to hear about, um, or if you're like, that's so obvious. Um, but I think even sometimes that somewhat obvious things are really helpful just to think about sometimes because sometimes we're not mindfully contemplating this stuff and we go into relationships or, you know, interactions without really, without really thinking about it, without really an intention. So I'm curious to hear what you think. And I hope you did find this helpful. And I think, I think we can all use more authentic connections right now, whether it's personally in business or for promoting our business through PR. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at female millennial entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.